This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 114, with Clayton Morris. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher. Hello everyone, MC Lobster here and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today and in today's show we're going to look at a very, very powerful strategy of how you can pay off any mortgage within three to five years and create a cash flow management system for your personal and business economy while doing so. My guest today is Clayton Morris. Clayton is the news anchor on America's number one morning show, Fox and Friends, on the Fox News Channel. He is also a real estate investor and the president of Morris Invest, helping other people build passive income and true legacy wealth. Clayton is also the host of Investing in Real Estate podcast, which has a laser focus on buy and hold rental properties. The podcast utilizes expert interviews, case studies with normal and everyday investors, and Clayton's own methods for achieving passive income. Please share your feedback and thoughts with me on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at mclobsher or by email at info at cashflowninja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at cashflowninja.com or texting cashflowninja, one word, all capitalized, to 44222. That's two fours and three twos. Have you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Are you interested in real estate investing and don't know where to start or how to get the results you want? For valuable information to get you started, visit Joint Ops Properties at jointopsproperties.com. Globally, coffee is a $90 billion industry and international coffee farms offers a sustainable income opportunity through offshore sustainable agriculture. You can own a parcel of your very own cash-flowing specialty coffee farm in Panama. For more information on this income opportunity, you can download your free report at cashflowninja.com forward slash Panama. Listeners of the Cashflow Ninja can grab a free audiobook download from Audible when you try Audible for 30 days. You can grab your free audiobook download at cashflowninjabook.com. Well, Clayton, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. Can you please share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Sure. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, I feel like I have two journeys. I've been like a jack of, for, for a lot of my life, I feel like I've been a jack of all trades and not until maybe over the past few years, a master of nothing, you know, um, I just wanted to dabble in so much. I was obsessed with broadcasting since I was a little kid. Uh, wanted to, you know, I'd sneak downstairs and watch Letterman and Carson. Um, to wanted to work in late night television. Wanted to wanted to host my own show and be a part of television. And so, right after college, I moved to the West Coast and became a producer for a Good Day LA uh, morning show. And 
became a news reporter and traveled the country and working for CBS News and NBC and and, and all over uh, until eventually I became a news anchor with Fox News Channel. So I had that one side of my life, that track going for me in broadcasting that I was I was in love with. Uh, but then also the other side was real estate. And as I was traveling the country and I was witnessing um, where I would live, I'd spend $500 on this Victorian house that I was living in Helena, Helena Montana. And the owners lived a couple hours away and they never came to the house, you know, and I would send them, I would send them a check every month. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. You know, I'm, they own this house. They're, they live in, they live in Bozeman, Montana, but they're collecting rent from me. And I just never understood those mechanics growing up because in my house, the idea were these memes, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. We're not the Rockefellers. You know, we can't afford that. And so my parents were very paycheck employee focused. I mean, that's how they lived their life. It was paycheck to paycheck and you work for a living through an employer. You make a certain amount of money and you hope for that raise. That's the goal. That's the American dream. It's very much like the rich dad, poor dad, you know, paradigm. And my, I never wanted anything in my life. My parents are great and I had a great childhood, but I grew up with these fears around money, essentially the poor dad side of that scenario. Uh, and so, you know, it, it, it took a long time traveling the country and working on myself and, and that mental shift to kind of come out of those negative associations with money. And I know that so many people are held back by their negative associations with money. So I, that's a little bit about me. I mean, I really make it my mantra to try to get people's minds out of that that funk. And how we talk to our children about money is so powerful. So just be careful out there when you're starting to talk to your children about money. Don't come at it from a negative because they will associate money with a negative and they'll create a lifetime of pain around it. No, absolutely. And it's it's so important. I mean, the mindset is 80% of it, 20% uh, tactics and strategies, Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when you have that mindset, people think I get emails all the time, you know, because we I do rental property real estate and turnkey rental properties. And a lot of people will email and say, I want to I just want to take action. But I'm just I have a lot of fear. My wife is scared. We, and it always comes back to that. It's never really about the house. Right. People know that real estate investing is one of the number one ways to, to create wealth in this country. That's they already understand that. So when anyone, anytime anyone asks like a hundred questions about a property or a neighborhood or a roof or a water heater or any of those things, you could answer all 100 questions, MC, but then you know what? There's going to be another hundred questions and no amount of answering those questions will ever satisfy that person because it's not even about the questions. It's about some underlying fear that's keeping them from taking action. And that first starts with also setting a goal for yourself because you have to know where you want to go <laughs> and right. then figure out how you're going to get there. And you speak about uh, setting a freedom number for yourself. Can you t share a little bit about the process of how you come up with that freedom number? I think it's a perfect time for listeners out there too. We're in the be beginning stages of 2017 and I found the information that you put out about your freedom number extremely helpful in planning. Well, I really appreciate that. It's super easy. If you're driving right now, you're working out, um, and as MC and I are talking here, don't worry about it because I have a free – it's really a cheat sheet. It's three pages. It's totally free, and you can download. Sit down with your wife, your your husband, or if you're single, whatever, and just go through it. Um, you can just go to my website. It's just ClaytonMorris.com slash freedom, and you download it. 
And you sit down with this thing. Now, I have to say, I'll give you a little bit of history of where this came from. It, it really came from like a, like a night of tears for me. Um, I really feel like this is the most true, the truest thing I've ever created in my life, you know, because it came from a place of just pure honesty with myself. And I was sitting down one night in my home office and I was kind of just scared in tears a number of years ago. And we, I was doing really well in television, but there was still not enough money left over at the, at the end of the month. And my wife had said to me, she said, we're not going to be able to pay our mortgage this month. Um, what are we going to do? And I said, and I had already started acquiring rental properties. That was my, my mission, but I didn't really have a goal in mind. And I said, that's it. And I, you know, tears. I said, we've got to figure this out. What are we going to do? You know, I'm going to go through my closet and sell my old camera. I, and literally, we were like looking for things to like sell locally on Craigslist in order to pay our mortgage. And I had my whiteboard in my office and I said, wait a second. What if, you know, so many people talk about becoming a millionaire, right? I want to just be a millionaire. And they don't really understand why. Like, why a millionaire? All you really need is your monthly expenses covered. To, in order to be financially free, right? If you took all of your monthly expenses, your groceries, your taxes, your you know your uh, your Netflix subscription, your mortgage, your your child's schooling, dance class for your daughter, all of those things, you add those up, and then you just pad it by ten percent. Well, what does that number look like for you? And then, what if you had rental properties that were bringing in cash flow every month that covered that number, so that every month you had the security of knowing that your cash-flowing real estate was covering and producing your financial freedom. And then, of course, you can build on top of that, right? You can create, start creating legacy wealth, maybe be adding more and more properties. And, and now you're expanding and growing and leveraging and those ninja tra- you know, tactics. But in the beginning, if you had that goal that you talked about, sit down and figure out your freedom number. Uh, and for me at the time, I think it was like 16 was my freedom number, meaning 16 rental properties that would cover. And I know that sounds like a lot to people, but when you go through the cheat sheet, you'll see that the the way that you buy them is it's not that expensive, and it can be acquired. It can be done in just a three year period if you focus. You know, how do you create that financial freedom in your life so that you don't have to sit down and cry with your wife and think about selling stuff out of your closet in order to make your family run on time? And that's where that came from. We started with mindset, but it's a huge mindset shift again, learning and building upon Robert Kiyosaki's philosophies too, where if you stop working today, how long will you be able to sustain the quality of life and the lifestyle that you have right now as well? Right. And with developing this freedom number and padding a little bit, I mean, now you have a goal uh, where to get to where you become uh, or you get to a level where it doesn't matter every every month there's a certain amount of money coming in through real estate investments and cash flow to be able to st- sustain the quality of life and lifestyle that you have currently right yeah it's being honest with yourself it's 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 not saying well i'm going to cut my cable bill I'm, I'm, my my wife and i like to go out to eat once a week or once a month or twice a month and we're not going to do that anymore it's looking at what you're spending. And the way that I break it down in the cheat sheet is add up your six months. Look at six months. Because when you shine the light on six months of your living, and I, and I always say it, remove the holidays from that equation. Take the holidays out of it. So maybe take February through, you know, through the summer. And when you look at your monthly expenses, then take the average of those six months. 
Well, what does that add up to? Is it $6,000? Is that what you would need to have your, your, your family running on time? And then just pad it by 10%, add a little, you know, add a little on top in case you want to take that vacation or go out to an extra meal uh, every other week, you know, so you're not being unrealistic with yourself. Right. And then, then you have that number. You can hold fast on it. And when you laser focus on that number, everything changes. You put it on post-it notes on your computer, put it on your whiteboard, put it in your vision board, put it in your journal every day as you do positive affirmations that you will hit your freedom number. You can do it. You are a perfect guest for the Cashflow Ninja podcast because you do share a really neat ninja trick as far as an efficient way of setting up a cashflow management system that in this case enables you to pay your mortgage off within three to five years. Can you share that strategy with my listeners? Yeah, and I have a whole book coming out on this strategy where we really deep dive how to do this and how to find the best rates for your local bank and all of those things. Uh, but at a high level, and I'll kind of dive into some of the nitty-gritty of this, um, again, this is like really a strategy that banks don't want you to know about. I mean, they're not, you know, you get a 30-year mortgage, they think that's going to take you 30 years to pay it off, and they make a boatload of interest, right? right. Uh, the beauty of this strategy is using a home equity line of credit, getting a, a line of credit in addition to your primary mortgage. Uh, or, you know, hey, maybe you've got a secondary mortgage. So you're using a HELOC or a home equity line of credit in order – you're basically to, to robbing Peter to pay Paul. <laughs> and the reason that it works, and if you follow the system – now, I know people are going to be shaking their head, scratching their head. And I'm telling you it works because not only have I done it repeatedly and it's worked, but I've heard from other listeners uh, of my podcast and who have read my blog and so forth who have taken action. And they've written us emails and said, my wife and I paid off our house in, the, in three years thank you. I can't believe we did it. So it does work. You just have to follow the system, which is get a home equity line of credit. One of the ways I find it works the best is to treat that home equity line of credit like your main checking account. That is to say that if you get a direct deposit from your employer, don't even use your old checking account anymore. Go into your human resources office and say, Mary, John, I would like to now set up my direct deposit to go into this account. Because as a home equity line of credit, typically you're going to get a debit card from the local bank. You're going to get a checkbook. Treat it like a checking account. Now, even if you only get a $5,000 HELOC or a $10,000 HELOC, it doesn't matter. $50,000, great. Who cares? $5,000 is even all you need. Now, what you're going to do is take a, you're going to grab a check out of that new checkbook that you got, and you're going to write a $5,000 payment right to the principal balance of your primary mortgage. Now, why does this work? Well, it works because you're trading time for interest, and you're trading you're, it, it's simple interest versus amortized interest. You know, your primary mortgage is amortized, and so every year you're paying a di an additional amount to interest than you would be um, if you were just using a simple line of credit, like a home equity line of credit, which is using um, which is using simple interest, like a credit card. The reason it works is because these small micro payments that you're getting every week from your direct deposit, or if you do it another way, let's just say you're smart and you make a little payment a couple times a month on the HELOC, you're never really accruing much interest at all. At the end of the year, you'll be shocked at how little an interest you actually accrued on your home equity line of credit by doing this strategy because you're not making one payment per month. You're making small micro payments per month, and interest never has a chance to accumulate. 
And that's why this works. So, And then what you're doing is you're literally shaving years off of your primary mortgage. That $5,000 check that you just wrote cuts can cut years off a primary mortgage. Then as your direct deposit comes into your account, so I, let me just say for round numbers so people don't get lost here. You wrote a check for $5,000. let us say you get paid this week and you make $1,000. That $1,000, now the, the balance on that account is $4,000, right? Because mm-hmm. you maxed it out at 5000 Right. Okay. Then you wait another week, you get paid again. Now you're down to $3,000. You buy groceries, it goes up a little bit, you pay for gas. You're using that account as your main operating account because every penny left over from your paycheck is going to paying down that home equity line of credit. And then when you get back down to zero in a few weeks or a few months, you write another $5,000 check to your primary mortgage. So it's not as if you can't go out to have a movie, you know, go to a movie or something like that, but you're really seeing your money in action now because everyone normally would do it this way where they would have money just sitting left over in their bank account, right? You'd have maybe $50, maybe $100 before you got your next paycheck. Well, now instead of it just sitting there, now that 50 or $100 is working for you because it's paying down your home equity line of credit because you have it set up that way properly. Uh, and even if you're self-employed, you don't have direct deposit, you could set it up in a way where you are utilizing your main account as your, as your home equity line of account, line account, and that is how it's, you can pay off your primary mortgage in three to five years. It's amazing. And what I like about this is we talk about it on the show all the time of repositioning and positioning your assets to be as effective and productive um, and be as economically efficient as you can possibly be. And this is a, a prime example of that because your money in a bank right now is not doing anything for you. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, and if if you're listening to this overseas, you're probably at negative interest rates in certain countries. So why would you keep it there? And especially under the Dodd-Frank Act as it stands currently, where you could allocate it into a certain area to be working harder for you and uh, paying down a liability, as you just mentioned here. So, And the other thing that I like about it, too, is, and we obviously use the infinite banking concept and have spoken about that through mutual insurance companies, but as a cash flow management system tool, because once you pay it down, the money becomes available again. It's not a loan that you have to pay off in full before you can start and access or get another loan to replace that one. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And the beauty of the HELOC is that then you can use it for other things. So not only are you paying down your primary mortgage and paying it off quickly, but if you had a $50,000 HELOC, you could take 25 of that and pay down your primary and you could use 25 to acquire a cash flowing rental property. And therefore, you're, then you're growing because not only you're, you're increasing your net worth in two different ways. Uh, I love the whole... Home equity line of credit to me is one of the best vehicles uh, for creating wealth in this country because it's an open line. It's an open line of credit, and it's there for about 10 years typically, and then, you know, get a new one after 10 years. And most local banks will give you these great introductory rates of like 1.9% um, or or even 1%. It's incredible. So you're really using that this incredible tool by the bank to help you create more wealth in your life. 
No, it's very exciting stuff. Thank you for sharing that. And I will put a link to some of the content that you've produced on this strategy. And also, please do let us know when that book becomes available, because I'm sure that uh, the listeners out there listening to this will definitely be interested in that. Great. Now, the other thing that I also like to hear from successful and wealthy people is what what are they currently studying and what skill sets are they currently acquiring or learning? So what are you currently studying and what skill sets are you currently acquiring? I think my biggest hurdle in life has been my discipline problem. So for me, as I mentioned, even at the beginning, it's this idea of being a jack of all trades or, or, or without focus, without discipline. So instead of trying to learn a new skill, I'm really trying to refine and whittle away some of the extraneous distractions in my life. Uh, recently, uh, maybe last year, you know, some of the time last year, I read uh, Marie Kondo's great book, The Magic Art of Tidying Up, um, New York Times bestseller, and all these little groups have popped up around the country that get together and learn how to declutter their lives a lot of my a lot of my entrepreneurial guy friends have have all read the book and they're they're taking uh, heart with it and you know it really is about only going after those things or allowing those things in your life which really bring you joy so that means going through your closet and getting rid of all those things that you never touch you just had them in there because it's something that somehow made you feel good by holding on to it but you haven't worn it in 5 years right it's right. um just accumulating things for no reason um and when you get right down to it, it's like, what brings me joy is my family, you know, playing guitar, sitting down with my son, my daughter, and, you know, having a, a date night with my wife. And so I'm really trying to hone in on that intentional time, the time that I spend. And when I'm spending it, I really want to be there. Like with you right now, I don't have any windows open on my computer. I'm not doing anything else. I'm simply listening to you. I'm thinking about the questions. I'm spending more intentional time. You know, we're so buried in our phones. We're trying to do all of these things. That's great to be buried in your phone, but be there, be present, and be focused on your phone. If your wife's talking to you, put your phone down, you know? So I'm really trying to be more intentional with my time and more focused and zeroing in on the things that have brought me wealth, have enabled me to create financial freedom in my life, not trying to reinvent the wheel, but just to stay focused on those things. No, that's fantastic. And wherever you are, as you said, just be there because, you know, you go out uh, to dinner and then you see friends and uh, maybe even a romantic dinner and that both of them are on their phones. So Right, right. They're looking at Instagram. It's like, wait a second. Why are you on Instagram <laughs> or Snapchat? You're like, you're sitting here with this person. Be here now, you know. Right, right. No, absolutely. You're listening to Clayton Morris on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We will be right back after a word from our sponsor. International Coffee Farms is a real estate-based specialty coffee farm ownership opportunity. You can own deeded, half-acre parcels in title, already operating specialty coffee farms in Boguete, Panama. They are turnkey managed professionally on your behalf by a team of local experts with sustainable average income of 12% and with cash flow beginning in 12 to 15 months from the date of your parcel ownership. 
International Coffee Farms' mission is to own and operate specialty coffee farms in Boguete, Panama that are economically, environmentally and socially sustainable. As part of this mission, 20% of the gross profits of each farm goes towards a socially sustainable fund to improve the lives of the coffee farm workers and their families. International Coffee Farms currently owns and operates eight specialty coffee farms in Boguete, Panama with parcels available for immediate ownership. To find out how you can become a parcel owner, you can download your free income opportunity report at cashflowninja.com forward slash Panama. You're listening to Clayton Morris on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. And now back to our interview. Now, uh, Clayton, a core message in our show is to leave our families and communities and world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Money is a manifestation. And so I don't really want people to focus around money, the idea of this this piece of paper or coins or whatever. I want them to understand that that everything in our lives, the, the things that bring us joy, uh, the love in our lives, it's all a manifestation. You get more of what you put your intention on. Uh, and when you put your intention on helping other people and uh, being kind to other people, kindness comes into your life. Money comes into your life when you uh, you don't try to hold on to it as this intangible thing, you know, as this thing that comes to you and you need to hoard it. But I really believe this. I had struggled and I was a hoarder of money. And the idea of allowing money to flow through you as if it's anything else. Allowing it to flow through you that you cannot hold on to it uh, and that it is a manifestation when you believe my kids, my son, six, my daughter's four, and we have a little four month old and we, when we drive to find a parking space, we practice this where if people are yelling in the car and, you know, Miles is punching Ava in the shoulder, we, you know, time out, everyone, we want you to focus on finding this parking space by the front of this place where we're going to be parking. And without a doubt, when everyone sort of quietly places their intention on, on it, it happens. And so we, you know, my kid, my son, he calls it the force. So it's like you, if you can harness that, it's really something powerful that I didn't grow up with. You know, I, like I said, I grew up with all of these fears and anxieties and that we're never going to have enough and that we need to hold on to everything we have. And that's been my greatest challenge is to make sure that my kids uh, are left with a better sense of themselves and this world and that there's abundance all around us if you only open your eyes and see it. That's one of my big principles. Another one thing I always talk about is facing your fears and that fear you know, is, is, a man, is, is also it's – a, it's, it's fake. It doesn't exist, right? And I would teach my son that you know, when you have a fear, what happens when you run towards it? It vanishes. Right, you go into a darkened room, you turn on the light. There's nothing there. It's only in those moments. It's 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 living in the past or it's living in the future. And when you're in this moment, there is no fear. There's no pain. There's no anxiety. None of these things actually exist. Um, and that brings me really to my third, which is being present and living in the now. Because when you are truly present. All of the anxieties and all of the things that we worry about and, and fear in our lives come from the history, the conversation with our, you know, ourselves from our from our upbringing, right? Um, that chatter, that self talk, that negative self talk. 
if you're you know in this moment right now, there's nothing in the world that's wrong. You know, it's everything is fine right now. I don't have oh, I'm scared about that upcoming test, or I'm nervous about that impending trip because I'm going to have to meet my boss and I don't know how well that's going to go, or. You know, I have a lot of pain in my life because I was whatever, you know, insert your story here, right? And we right. get so atta- we get so attached to our stories. Oh, I was abused. I, I have a disability and therefore that now defines who I am. Whatever it is, in this moment, none of that exists. You are fine. You are pure. And so we add all these layers of fear and stress on our lives and trying to really live in the present and just you know, enjoy your life. And like, you know, James Taylor says the secret to life is enjoying a passage of time. And I really, I really believe that as I get older. So true. So true. And there's a lot of golden nuggets there. Thank you for sharing. And it just to add to that last point too, instead of finding ways to play the victim and saying, you know, I can't achieve, you know, X because I had Y in my life, use that as fuel to power you up and empower yourself to do something and find that as the reason uh, that nothing should hold you back now to achieve, uh, you know, Y or Z. Right, exactly. As long as it doesn't become your story, right? That you are, you are this survivor of this, or you are the. Right. You know, it, it becomes. People like to hold on to their stories, and you know, I am a news anchor, and that's who I am. It's like, is that really true? Is that really true? If I was dropped in the middle of a forest and no one spoke my language, would I still be a news anchor? <laughs> you know, like, uh, and so I, I like to look at how we can strip away some of our ego and use that though as fuel. Like I use that as fuel right now. The idea that I don't want to have my kids ever have a fear of money. That is my fuel that I grew up with those, those limiting beliefs. Um, and you're absolutely right about that. No, absolutely. And you're doing a fantastic job. That's why I really enjoyed having you on the show. You're extremely passionate about helping others and educating others and um, just sharing as much financial education that you possibly can to others to be empowered. So I commend you for that. It's been it's been fantastic to to follow you. Um, now, Clayton, how can my audience learn more about you and your podcast and stay informed of all of the projects that you're involved with? Sure. So I talk about buy and hold real estate. That's really my main focus of wealth building. And uh, I have a podcast and and, and you're going to be a guest, which I'm excited about as well. Um, it's called the Investing in Real Estate Podcast. Uh, and uh, it's, it's simple to find. It was a simple name. So um, uh, go there. We just we talk about buy and hold real estate for the purposes of creating cash flow, monthly cash flow. We help you you know, with the taxes on how to you're going to crush it with your taxes by doing it this way. All of those pieces has come together on that podcast. And then my personal website is ClaytonMorris.com and my, my business website is Morris MorrisInvest.com. So any of those places, anyone can reach out to me. I'm very accessible and I always answer emails. So Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge. This has been a fantastic experience and best of luck to you uh, for the rest of 2017. And you too, my friend. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Hi, this is MC Laubscher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Valhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street 
and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining their capital and investments with the financial vehicle of the wealthy, according to the infinite banking concept. If you are interested in learning more, you can email me at info at cashflowninja.com and I will send you a copy of Nelson Nash's book, Becoming Your Own Banker. Thank you for joining my guest, Clayton Morris, and myself on the Cashflow Ninja podcast today. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes, and share our show with family, friends, and your network. I'm always trying to learn and improve in every area of my life, so if there's any way that I could provide more value to you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to become financially free. They've designed a system to take any beginner to an experienced deal-making investor in the least amount of time. They offer opportunities from basic education, coaching, bridge loan investing to turnkey investments in the cash-flowing market of St. Louis, Missouri. For more information, please visit jointopsproperties.com or call Jimmy and Bob at 314-799-2247. Coffee is a proven product in a $90 billion industry worldwide. Through international coffee farms, you have a chance to own and operate your own half-acre parcels in a specialty coffee farm in Panama, professionally turnkey managed for you. You can download your coffee farm ownership opportunity report at cashflowninja.com forward slash Panama. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. You have been listening to the Cashflow Ninja with your host, MC Laubscher, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Today's show notes and resources are available on our website, CashflowNinja.com. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objective, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness. 